Hey guys, and welcome back to Mind the Green Space, the podcast where we talk about all things adventure, sustainability, and mental health, and how they all somehow interconnect. This podcast is in collaboration with Powerful Parks. To find out more about them, check out the description below. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mind the Green Space. This week I am joined with Laurie, that is how you say it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sam, who did uh, Land's End to John O'Groats on a cycle. So if you guys would like to introduce yourself, let's start with Laurie first. Cool, hi guys, um, I'm Laurie. Um, I work as an engineer for a company called Atkinson Vox. Uh, we do all things Unimogs. For those of you that don't know what those are, they're like big off-road Mercedes trucks. Um, you could use them for like utility stuff or anything you want really like a lot of forestry work and agricultural work um, but recently as of kind of lockdown and a few years ago people have started turning them into like massive um, camper vehicles for extreme uh, expeditions um, so I'm kind of do a lot of the design work and stuff like that and figure out you know how we build these things and yeah really enjoying it. That's so cool. I've been looking at trying to get a transporter to convert, but oh my god, are they so expensive? Oh, the like, market is terrible at the moment. Isn't it? Yeah, I found this one. It was like two thousand five. It had like a hundred thousand miles on the clock, and it was eighteen thousand pound. I was like, what? That's mad. My girlfriend's looking for a transporter as well at the moment. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, she finds yeah. it at a reasonable price. Can she uh, tell me where she found it, please? <laughs> I think it's first come, first served, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Sam? What do you do all that jazz? So, hi, guys. I'm Sam. Um, I'm also an engineer, but I'm more on the uh, the process side of it. So I work for this little company called C-Lab, who make uh, these industrial power supplies, um, specifically in sort of harsh environments. Um I'd love to give you the technicalities, but I don't really understand it, to be honest. <laughs> um, basically, my, my job is just uh, making things go through the system cheaper and faster. Um, and yeah, and I yeah went to Harper University, did engineering, and that's where Laurie and me formed this brilliant relationship of ours. A little bromance. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. It's, just, it's evolved into that, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful, man yeah yeah <laughs> really good yeah i mean you must have spent quite a long time with each other on the cycle <laughs> yeah good and good and bad <laughs> yeah ups and downs <laughs> yeah. uh getting into then why did you do land's end to john O'Groats? what was the inspiration behind the trip um so i i remember basically sort of it's, it's i think it's on a lot of cyclist lists um i remember in around sort of february march time we're in lockdown it was cold it was pretty sad um and i was just getting fed up at work i was like why don't i just give this nutter a message and <laughs> kind of kind of like a rhetorical question kind of not expecting much and then yeah he 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 said yes to uh doing the jog and then there we were we had like what was it like two months yeah, a couple of months to train, to train yeah. yeah. So two months to plan and train, which is pretty stupid. Because um, we wanted to do it over the bank holiday weekend in May. Mm. And then, yeah, there, there we were. It was quite spontaneous, to be honest. Yeah. But very good idea. 
That is a mm. very big trip to do spontaneously. Like I cycle, but I think the longest I've done is like 26 miles. So I, I assume oh, I'm that that's light with, work. Before this, I'd only done like maybe 50K, something like that. Yeah, so about that far. Yeah, so yeah. yeah the longest drive I did before this was 30 miles. And by the end of it, I almost passed out. <laughs> so that's a big yeah. jump yeah from that to what 100 miles yeah uh, it is amazing how if you just stick at something your body can just kind of adjust and start to deal with it you know if you've got if you've got the right nutrition which um is quite difficult in scotland um then yeah you'll get through it yeah turkey and ham wraps is a oh, nice. last, day. last day was bleak because there's yeah. just there wasn't really anywhere to, to buy food for the last, what, 30, 40 miles. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty horrendous. There's, there's, a, there's a nice picture of Laurie with a wrap and all this guy. Yeah. It's like, what, two slices of turkey? Yeah, just so, just, just a dry wrap yeah. with some turkey. <laughs> yeah, it was a sad looking wrap. <laughs> uh, now I'm dreading it because I leave for John O'Groats uh, next week. So oh, I will be taking some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you guys decided to raise money for Mind Over Mountains for your cycle. Why Mind Over Mountains? We shopped around for a bit, didn't we? Um, we ended up looking at kind of big charities like Mind and stuff. Yeah. And you, you can't really see like where your money's going, which we didn't really like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah when we, a, a friend of mine did a 100-kilometer run um raising money for mine over mountains and then she she knows one of the um one of the co-founders as well so she put us in touch and uh yeah we, we met alex um or I, I emailed alex a bit and he yeah he was just really great and um yeah just kind of went from there to be honest just um nice to yeah, invest in a small charity yeah i actually did a mind over mountains walk uh, two weeks ago i was the youngest person there they were all talking about their kids that were my age i was just like but it was really cool because like, I think we all had a bit of social anxiety and at the very beginning we had to just talk about all our problems before we went on this walk and it was like the most daunting thing ever. But it was really fun. So I ended up hugging a tree, I ended up climbing a tree. So <laughs> if we're into that type of stuff, yeah. Uh, Alex is awesome. We did a podcast with Alex. I'm not sure if you saw yes. it. He is, what a guy he is. Oh, <laughs> he was so, such a humble, lovely guy. Yeah. We met him in Keswick, so probably about halfway through. You know, he was giving all the chat saying like, "Oh yeah, I'd, I'd really struggle to you know keep up with you guys." And I, I didn't realize at the time, but I did a bit of bit of Instagram stalking and saw that he'd like casually been up Everest and d done all these like ultra marathons and stuff like that. I was like, "Bloody yeah!" yeah. <laughs> he is the most humble guy ever. I'm just yes. like um just talking to him on the podcast. I kept asking him like all these different things, and it was like, "You attempted Everest twice." you ran like a hundred peaks and he was just like yeah like it was just like light work <laughs> um what were some standout moments in the cycle then was it the budding relationship between you both or <laughs> yeah i don't know start have you been to um land's end before no it's a weird place yeah. <laughs> Especially like during during COVID as well. Yeah, designed to ghost town. Mm. Yeah, you kind of like wandering around with all these all these like big plastic figurines and things like that, and yeah, it's odd. 
I bet it's, I bet it's horrible when it's touristy. Oh, I absolutely hated it when it was there was no one there. So the fact yeah. that you also have to pay to get your photo taken. Yeah. So in front Wait, of the what? Sign, it's like a tenner to get your photo taken in front of that in the in front of the sign. sign yeah. Are you serious? Ten pounds. Yeah. 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 I, thought, I thought we were there at what seven, eight in the morning. Yeah, pretty early in the morning. So pretty strange um yeah i don't stand out moments i remember one thing that keeps coming back to me is when we were in uh scotland it was after <laughs> it was after leaving loch lomond mm. and, or le mans as laurie calls it le mans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we were coming it was, it was quite near the end and we we're coming into glencoe yeah we've done quite, quite a gradual uh climb up and then we saw what was it? Was it like what three hundred meters down or something? Down yeah, it was a big, was, big, long descent. It was a really long it's, descent. You ride across the plateau before going down as well. It's just the the land yeah. is so massive. Yeah, um, and I remember, yeah. I remember like sort of stopping at the top, putting this hand Zimmer um, uh, sort of song on, and as we were yes. coming down, like zooming down yeah. down the hills and then out of nowhere we sort of round this cliff and out in front of mm. us was um like a massive i don't know which lock it was i always forget the names of them this just absolutely crazy view yeah. and um they kind, of, kind of felt you know an avatar where they go and see the floating mountains it felt yeah. just like that it was pretty cool <laughs> every time i listen to that song now that sort of that cool moment comes back yeah so, that's most memorable for me, I reckon. Mm. Um, Is yours the same, L'Oreal? No, well, I think the the most memorable one I've got in my head is um, the pedal from Lancaster to Keswick, which was the wettest day I think I've ever done on a bike. <laughs> you just woke up in the morning to, to pouring rain and just kind of mentally prepare yourself to just, to just get soaked. Put the yeah. plastic bags on. Uh, uh, that <laughs> and everything and you just like sink into this pit of despair <laughs> <laughs> like what half an hour in you're completely soaked and it's just pouring with rain and we just got our heads down and yeah i didn't see that i i don't remember being that sad that day though oh i was pretty sad <laughs> i don't blame you <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, like, it was pretty savage yeah, but, oh, no, we just started laughing um, on we, purpose. Yeah, there was like we just like caught, just yeah, loads of ridiculous stuff kept happening. Like we were getting wet from the top, sides, bottom, like absolutely everywhere. Yeah, and you just get you're getting hysterics. Otherwise, yeah, as soon as one of you starts crying, then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just have to laugh at what a stupid situation you're in. You could be yeah. sitting around watching a bit of Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Daytime yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. but now nah, you're out. The fact that we just left, like, his girlfriend's house, he cooked yeah. us like, amazing food, oh, yes. nice bed, it was warm. Shout out like, to Alice. Yeah, shout out to Alice. <laughs> <laughs> and now, yeah, then we just set foot into, into the uh, wet abyss. Yeah. It's a bit like shit, because you're just, like, so miserable, like, like when is this going to end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, um, but to be fair, what was quite cool on that end, uh, that ride, Mm. As we're coming again, as we're coming into Keswick, yeah, the weather really sorted itself out. Yeah, weird. So like, literally non-stop rain the whole whole day, and then as we yeah came over the top of the hill and we looked down into Keswick, 
there was yeah started clearing up it was it looked like an um an oasis just like a bright light shining all over keswick it was our bethlehem <laughs> looking at heaven <laughs> when did you guys go was it like in the spring or uh it's may yeah start of may first of may we set off you yeah. literally went at like what is that like the wettest time for the uk <laughs> yeah, probably Pretty much, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't time it brilliantly. But then again, our other option was to do it on the second half of May, which mm. would have been even worse. Yeah. 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 That was the option, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, keep, I keep wondering whether the weather we did it in would have been better or worse than it is now. Because I sometimes think this would be too hot. Oh, it would have been too Weak. hot. Yeah. I think it would have Yeah. So I think, although it was wet and we only wore shorts what twice i think it was probably was yeah. ideal cycling weather mm. yeah i wouldn't go as far as saying ideal yeah it could have been worse i guess yeah, it could have been worse. yeah. <laughs> bearable we'll say bearable <laughs> how long did it take you guys uh 14 days yeah 14 days yeah. i um, think by, by the what well, we got to scotland we were thinking mm, could do it in 13 could kind of squeeze squeeze or extend each of the days a bit longer but uh yeah decided that each day was actually quite long <laughs> yeah. yeah every day in scotland just once we went to the highlands just went on forever it was very strange all um, uphill as well is it quite mountainous up there nah it wasn't that yeah. scott yeah scotland's pretty chill to be honest yeah, yeah. I don't know why, I just imagine Scotland just being mountains. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, the, the, the Scots are smart and they build their roads through the valleys. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the, the uh, Westerners. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, question, why Land's End to Groats and why not John Groats to Land's End? Prevailing winds. Uh, Which, uh, I don't know, I think probably on balance it was... Yeah, well the first two days we had a um it was a east no, so it was a northerly, wasn't it? Yeah. Um yeah. and then we had one day the third day. Yeah, to Glastonbury we got a massive tail. Yeah. So we were chugging along at like eighty miles an hour, it was mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now literally if we had wings, I oh, know if we had wings it wouldn't have done anything. But yeah. <laughs> we had, um, we had a session. My, my dad and a couple of his mates came out um, to see us into Glastonbury as well. So they were following along on the on the dirt bikes, which is pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, me and Isaac. Isaac is a founder of Path Parks, and he he's doing the cycle. Mm. And um, we were talking to Sean Conway, who had done it. And when we said that they were doing John O'Groats Land's End, he was like. <sighs> Cause it is pretty much headwinds the entire way down so mm. it's just gonna slow them down so much i'm not jealous yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think we like yeah we didn't get many southerlies no. or anything like that there was a lot of northerlies yeah quite a lot of headwinds so i think on, on balance you yeah yeah, on, yeah get a good tailwind going south to north rather than north to south yeah yeah, yeah. it's quite unlucky I don't know why, but to me going south to north doesn't make much sense as going north to south, if that makes sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to just put a ball on the floor and just follow it all the way up. <laughs> Uphill the whole way. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing though. Like, I know it's stupid, but like, I imagine going south to north is uphill, even though it's not, which makes no sense. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah literally everyone said that. I thought that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it's such a stupid concept, but it's just where my mind goes. Yeah. Um, do you think then the cycle kind of changed how you perceive green space around the UK? I know you kind of touched on it a bit earlier, Sam, but. Um... I think it made me appreciate what we've got on our doorstep more. Um, yeah. I think both of us, we're quite outdoorsy people anyway. Um, so I think I've always appreciated the outdoors and green spaces and woodlands and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I'm always one that tries to sort of run away, explore there. Um, and what's been quite nice is, yeah, really seeing all of what England's got to offer, um, which I think we barely scratched the surface, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a hell of a lot out there. Um and there's a hell of a lot more to explore, which would be I think quite fun mm. to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it emphasized me kind of the importance of the people that, that don't have access to these green spaces. Um why like uh, charities like Mind of the Mountains are so important, you know, they give people the access to those green spaces and you know and, and the, the mental health kind of benefits of that are just yeah, amazing. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, how did you guys get into like cycling and outdoor sports? <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty keen mountain biker. I do a lot of like downhill racing and stuff like that. Um, sadly, we're not, well, uh, could hopefully by the end of summer, I'll be able to get out to the Alps. But um, yeah, yet, I haven't scratched that itch this year. <laughs> yeah. Didn't hear enough of that on the trip. <laughs> 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 um yeah i've yeah i think my whole my whole family is just outdoorsy and yeah it's from pretty much from birth to be honest i've been chucked in the dirt and god gone to play outside so yeah i don't do any racing though yeah okay, especially uh mounting us racing <laughs> no no I'm only down though i'm not interested in racing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can imagine <laughs> um Oh, I just had a question of mine. I've forgotten it. I'm just gonna look at my. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask. Um, how old are you both? Because I think for me, I'm 20. So we've kind. I've kind of grown up perfectly, like with the progression of technology. So when I was younger, I was always outside. So now I'm like, I appreciate the outdoors. But like my sister, who is a lot younger than me, like she kind mm. of grew up with like loads of technology. So do you think that yeah. you guys had the same? Yeah, that's yeah. A good yeah. point. Um, I think you. Yeah, we're both 20. No, you're 24, aren't you? Yeah, just turned 24. Yeah, I'm 23. Um, yeah, no, I 100% agree. I I remember as like a yeah, child always playing outside with my mates. Mm. Um, or, yeah, always cycling to my mates, just go, go, go get like a coffee from Costa or something. But basically everything was involved um, going outside. Or well, I did not like the Costa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you more of a Starbucks person or? Oh, homebrew. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just puts grass in a cup of boiling water. That's no, just, just scrumpy cider for me. <laughs> um, I didn't notice you were on the thatches. Yeah. <laughs> Six o'clock in there. Yeah, no, it's, I, I find it quite sort of horrible watching these young kids 
Yeah. And like I say, dinner time, sitting at a family meal, and the, you can see the kids just on their phone. Um, mm. slightly the thing that really gets at me is um, TikTok. I just, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, very strong opinions about TikTok, and I don't. I think yeah, it, should be, it should really be made illegal. But <laughs> no, <laughs> I am addicted to TikTok. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. I think yeah. the other night I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep at eleven. So I went, got ready at ten o'clock. Decided to go on TikTok. It was one a.m. And I like, yeah. I decided to like message the girls back yeah. to finally come off TikTok. And I was like, oh my God, I've yeah. been on here for so long. Yeah, scary, yeah. It? I can see how it's so easily done because so I, don't, mm. I don't have TikTok, but on like YouTube, they have um, the same concept, like the, the real concept. Yeah, like, like, recommend. Yeah, but it's, it's like short videos and it just oh, goes, yeah. to the, goes to the next one. And mm. oh, it's just so easy and it mm. is quite terrifying. Yeah, the um, thing is, though, lockdown ruined my attention span. So now I'll watch like a YouTube video, get halfway through, get bored of the YouTube video, <laughs> but then watch like two hours of TikToks because it's all different. The yeah. lockdown is just mm. ruined. <laughs> like yeah. um, last year, I could easily finish a book within like two days. And now mm. I don't even think I could sit there for two hours to read. Two days? Yeah. Wow. Quick reading speed there. Yeah, I've, I've been, reading, <laughs> been reading my current book for about fucking six months. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I've got like five books on the go, or like yeah. my and each one's about two percent. Yeah. <laughs> I got this book, um, Tim Milliken. He cycled around the world. Uh, I think Alex from one of the team bought it for me about a couple of months ago. And I got like four chapters in. And I was just like, I don't, I don't have the attention span anymore for this. He's just mm. like sitting there. We should probably mention podcasts, shouldn't we? Because that that's what probably pulled us through most of the long days um oh yeah yeah no, I think, the m6 when you just need to zone out and get your head yeah down. yeah yeah podcasts mm -hmm. and audio books yeah we potential i do yeah i do wonder we would have done it anyway but yeah. our mental states would have been completely different because yeah. it's quite nice I don't, I don't like you know if um if you do like a long journey in the car you just go into autopilot yeah you can essentially do the same with while you're cycling which is quite nice mm. um, i just yeah completely blank out before you know it we were I don't know, somewhere, God knows where. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's that just, yeah. What type of podcast do you guys listen to? Um, my dad recommended me this this great book called Shantaram, about this guy who uh, is an Australian guy, gets arrested for armed robbery, goes to prison in New Zealand, escapes from prison, goes to Mumbai, and just hides out in a slum, just kind of disappears from the rest of the world. And that sounds so interesting. All of his crazy adventures in the slum. Yeah. I can imagine that get you through. That does sound super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to have something intense. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were three essentials that you had on your trip that you just you couldn't have gone without? Shammy. Yeah. Shammy. Uh, that that was a God, God absolute saviour. Well, no, we don't know what we would have been like without it, to be honest. I'll, I'll put it out there. My bum still hasn't recovered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first one. Yeah, which I'm quite upset about, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, my, my calf is still injured. Yeah, no. my my um, knee's still a bit twangy. I, did, yeah. I had to work this morning, which is only like 
what 16 miles or so yeah and, yeah the fucking my my knees all flaring up again which is yes even, even when i try and run on slides mm. it feels odd which i'm quite surprised that i thought i was a yeah you know, i was an iron man just here <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah the chamois um k tape you know that blue stuff yeah. that that essentially held us all together to be honest yeah. emotionally and physically <laughs> <laughs> was there like a little luxury that you couldn't have gone without yeah anything battered you can cross <laughs> the borders of scotland and struggle to find anything that hasn't been through a deep fat fryer <laughs> yeah. glorious for the first two days and i'm yeah. like oh my god i just want a salad <laughs> <laughs> yeah um to first sliders they were pretty handy. Mm, yeah, definitely enjoys. You, you can just strap them anywhere to the. I, I had them on the saddlebag, and yeah, getting out of your sort of wet cycling shoes and into some nice comfy sliders is a bit of a game changer, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Now we did we have any luxuries? I don't think we had a single luxury. What, um, what was the nicest? We just had Mar Mars bars were pretty good, weren't they? Mum's uh, mum's flapjack. That was, oh yeah, that was yeah, mum's flapjack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Um, uh, what else do we have? Really roughed it by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely have to, yeah. I did have. Um, to, I did have two sleeping bags though, so that's. I guess that's not too rough. That's a luxury. Two sleeping that bags. Well, that's it. The, the first. It's so the first day when we stayed in. Um, it's in just north of john O'Groats, yeah yeah oh. so, we, so that, that was the first when laurie's dad andrew shout out <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he drove us down from glastonbury uh service house shout out <laughs> and <laughs> we, just, yeah, we, <laughs> we just um yeah we just camped in the car park but i got there at midnight quickly put up the tent and jumped in um, I was sleeping mm. back and Christ, it was cold. Like, mm. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I was absolutely freezing. Um, and it's, yeah, those first three nights weren't particularly comfortable. No. Just like shivering and not being able to go back to sleep. And then, yeah, my parents brought me the sleeping bag in, uh, where was that? In um, Ross and Y. Mm -hmm. And I didn't use it once. That was absolutely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying all the extra, well, it's not that much weight, but yeah. Uh, uh. It's just bulk, though, isn't it? Like, we were trying to be as lightweight as possible, and like big, you know, sleeping bags and roll mats, they'll got quite a lot of space, even if they're not, not that heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since you cycled all around the UK, what was, what was your favorite place to cycle? Was there a standout day that you had? Definitely not Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was vile. Um, I still think annoyingly we don't have any pictures of it, but I still think Dartmoor. Yeah, I think it's just because it was it was quite early on in the trip. We were fresh. Mm -hmm. um, I think we had that was our hilliest day as well, when we we'd gone up some pretty savage hills beforehand, mm -hmm. and then you got this long, I don't know, hundreds. 
was it a couple hundred meters up onto the moors? Yeah, that yeah, up, up from Tavistock onto. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite a long hill up to the top, and then mm. you get an amazing view looking over yeah. Devon, and then you've got the, like the moors behind you, and you can't even teleport. That, the, that that climb, we just started roaring, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so tired, we just started shattered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 when I started noticing that kind of this that how much energy the scenery can give you. Yeah. It was crazy. So yeah, you get a bit higher, you look around, and the view just gets better and better with every pedal. And you like instantly see that um, yeah. energy spike, which is mm. pretty cool, to be honest. And like, it was yeah. the same. It was the same throughout the trip. Every time there was a yeah. lovely bit of scenery, we both got really uplifted. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, cool stuff. Uh, I apologise to any manks listening. <laughs> 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 what was so bad about Manchester? Oh, it's just the traffic, you know, it's just busy. You can't switch off, you're always focusing, and then loads of like traffic lights. Yeah. We just seemed to catch all the reds, and it was just very frustrating because you, you know, you've got a long day ahead, you want to just, just roll. Yeah. It went on forever as well. It's, oh, not really yeah. like, it's not like the other towns or cities where the, it just stops after a while. Like Manchester. Mm -hmm. And I always forget what which ones they turn into, but Manchester turned into another town or city, and that literally kept going all the way, mm. pretty much all the way to Lancaster. Pretty much, yeah. It was horrendous. Preston was nicer than we expected. Yeah. Needs, yeah. To, be, uh, needs to be commented. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, that's the, what did you say, the ugliest or the worst city in the country? I can't say that on here, Sam. Oh, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit okay, yeah, maybe there won't be any listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah Preston's nice to us. Yeah. yeah. Do a little Fun highlight. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> I lost my question again. This is where all the editing comes in. <laughs> Sorry, I've completely lost my question and I had it in my brain and I've forgotten it. Oh, don't worry about it. Um, oh, I got it. Um, was there anything that you learned about yourself during the cycle that you were quite surprised or were you the same people as you were when you set off? Mm. Um, I... Just... Yeah, you go for it. Yeah, I don't think I really changed after the trip, but I do think it sort of makes you realise you can do a lot more than you... Yeah. Than you that's the main that's thing. I remember before we left, I actually texted Lowe before we left. I was like pretty Yeah, worried. you were like, oh, no, let's, let's bail. Let's do a little... Yeah. Like, I, was, I, was, I, was, I think I did, a, I did a training bike ride and it was probably 60-odd like yes. miles. And, yeah, you, you start panicking because you, you've done 60 miles and your knee hurts. And you're, yeah, because my knee started really hurting on that mm. bike ride. I was like, well, that's, like, that's, what, 60 miles on one day and I hadn't done the bike ride like two weeks before that so i was in like peak condition um and then yeah so i was worried i said well i said like we should, should we do the coast to coast instead yeah um, something like that and then yeah Laurie no, no chance <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Laurie convinced me otherwise thankfully and then i didn't really struggle at all to be honest um like physically i, I didn't mm. really struggle 
But I, the, you get points where you're out of breath and you're you're there's the one and pains and little yeah, yeah, yeah. carry yeah. on there, but you can just yeah. work your way through them. But yeah, every, yeah. Every temporary. There was only one day in the whole trip, which was on the set, uh, yeah, second day, where like mm. we got to camp and we were actually shattered. Yeah. But that's because we just did some monster hill and then got mm. to camp. Yeah. If we'd ridden another 10 miles after that, we'd probably have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you, were you quite surprised in how you kind of handled the entire cyclone? Um, yeah. I mean, we got, we got really lucky again, shout out to my mum. She, um, went on this like farmer's wives Facebook page what we were doing and um we had loads of like people messaging us saying oh you can just come and come and camp in my garden and stuff like that which um yeah made kind of organizing where you're actually going to stay each day a lot easier um yeah yeah i can imagine like when you're cycling you like literally have nowhere just you like don't know where you're sleeping that night it's just going to be like yeah. so i think that's, that's kind of the hardest thing is when you when you're doing big physical days um to have to like mentally kind of plan <laughs> as well um is, is pretty hard um you know because the last thing you want to do once you finish the ride is um get on your phone and start looking all oh, right where are we off to tomorrow and or, or, where are we going to say tomorrow where are we going to get food tomorrow you just just want to go to bed <laughs> yeah i can imagine yeah exactly mm. um as our team is setting off next friday on their trip is there any advice you would give to them for the cycle around the UK? Mm. What, do you know what route they're doing roughly? Um, I have no idea. I just know it's John Brooks to Land's End in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, how, how long are they um, taking? Two weeks, just over two weeks. Yeah. Sim similar, similar route to Austin. Um, advice. Good waterproofs. Yeah. Yeah, some uh, some little booties. Yeah, booties were good. Yeah, yeah. like not neoprene ones, like fully waterproof. Even though they they might feel a bit hot, um, if it's not a hundred percent waterproof in an hour or two of riding, it's it's going to be soaked through, and then and your feet get really cold. Um, and then yeah, as soon as your feet get cold, it just gets horrible. Yeah, I can imagine wet, cold feet. That sounds like my nightmare. <laughs> yeah that's the worst um i think the one thing is um are, are they are they going to be using like an app like commute or yeah they're using commute yeah so i i although commute was absolutely amazing it took us through some fantastic scenery there are some points where i kind of wish we um yeah we areas and deviated a little bit because yeah if it did feel feel like we were just we were, we were just following the map yeah. yeah we weren't really choosing where yeah. we were we were told there wasn't that third dimension of like exploration involved really it wasn't like yeah um which I, I do yeah i do kind of regret not researching where we're going and finding some cool places mm. so basically what's what was really annoying is before we left there was this book um yeah and it was i can't remember what it was called it was basically the jog in two weeks uh through the most scenic routes and it said it was going to come out in uh i think it was like mid april or start of april and we just spot on like order at prime and we'll be there the next day or something and then literally just before the release date they moved it back to the 7th of may oh no 
that's so annoying. Um, so that that book, I, well, I basically recommend getting that book to be honest and see what it says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can do it again. Do it the book. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would well, you not do it again? Probably not. No. No. Nah. <laughs> um, I do. I'll do something. I do want to do. I actually sent something to Laurie today, but I want to do yeah. little sort of twenty-four hour ones. Um, I think. I think my next long one will be an off-road one. Hmm. I'd rather rather go like properly bike packing, where you're like through the through the woods, middle of nowhere, trails and stuff like that, rather than on tarmac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodging really trains and cars. And yeah. yeah, but I, I kind of want. Yeah, I want to do one which sort of challenges me more physically. Yeah. Um, like more cardiovascular because this yeah one, yeah yeah so I don't, I, I don't think we got that massively yeah. so yeah i'd quite like to do the london to paris in one day that'd be good I think one, day. one day nutter. <laughs> there's a girl i spoke to yesterday on the podcast and she is doing a 200 mile cycle uh it's sunset sunrise to sunset just do it i know jeez, jeez. that's, that's absolutely nuts out there yeah, yeah. who was the uh, the woman that we met on the train on the way back? <laughs> oh, have you guys just done a bike ride? I go, yeah, we've done Lands End to John O'Groats. He's like, oh, yeah, I did that in four days, in January, in the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always someone to one-up you, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, and that's part of it. You know, it's just accepting that, you know, you do it, do it for yourself. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's always going to be someone because uh, there's actually, I don't know if you've heard of Mark Beaumont. Yeah, yes, I don't. So he's doing uh, Le Jog now as a kind of like a relay, but they left, so it's basically constant hour on, hour off. And they left, um, I think yesterday morning. And from what I heard at lunchtime today, they were in uh, like near Keswick or Lake District area. Oh my god! So they they're going for the record. What are they going to go for? Well, if that's so, that that's about fifteen hours, and Keswick's what roughly halfway. Yeah, so halfway. So yeah, you're looking at you're looking about third, just under thirty hours probably. Which is because I think that the one man record is like forty three hours. Hmm. It's not like non-stop. Yeah. How is that even yes. possible? Like, I just... yeah. Isn't uh, was it Mark Bowman that did around the world in eight days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Why didn't they sleep? <laughs> yeah, well, that's because um, what he was doing it was like two hundred and thirty miles a day, and like not not all of it was particularly nice terrain. Mm. Like, pff, yeah, there's like a there's like a level. There's like our mm. level is quite cool. <laughs> Not, we have we pushed ourselves yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then you got the like lunatics up there which just go absolutely nuts um and push the bodies like that um yeah. what's that guy that swam around england um, ross edgley ross, yeah ross edgley yeah i watched a few of those videos again the other day yeah well good. yeah this i don't know if you see it, he's yeah he like swims around all around england it was it was like five months or something and i mm. i think a month in, his tongue starts falling off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! We had a um, uh, Sean Conway on the podcast, and he got hit by a car halfway through his world cycle and carried on. 
just carried on. <laughs> Recovered in hospital and was like, yeah. But when I asked him about it, he was like, yeah, I'll go buy a car. Just, just carried on, just finished it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some people d- built yeah. very differently. Yeah. Um, mm. As kind of like a closing question then, uh, how would you guys define what an, an adventure is? An adventure? Um, when, you, when you don't know what the end result's going to be. Ooh, we haven't had that answer before. Ooh, deep, man. <laughs> um, what do I think is an adventure? Uh, I reckon it's just, I guess, kind of similar, but just doing, doing something you haven't done before. Yeah. So like, yeah, just it isn't that their bit is not. It's not like mm-hmm. it has to be in the woods or in a mountain. It can also be in like a what social situation, or yeah. like I guess even like a new game. Mm. Yeah, be be anything. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I think an adventure is. Cool. I ask <laughs> everyone that question, and yours actually quite unique. So. <laughs> what other answers do you get? Uh, always about like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, um, just kind of like exploring, going with the flow, yeah. stuff like that. I, I think adventure is any any time you know you do anything when you're like, oh heck, I don't know what's gonna happen now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like, yeah, they're just a pretty relative to the person, aren't they? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd like like the the nutters we were talking about earlier adventure for them is um i don't know skipping around mm. um spain or something <laughs> which is like <laughs> yeah. yeah i think other people is also acceptable to classify adventure mm. as just leaving the house yeah yeah it's yeah completely completely relative to your situation spot on yeah uh well that was such an amazing podcast uh where can people find out more about you guys any future cycles coming up or um facebook instagram instagram <laughs> if you've got anything you want to share you can promote yourself <laughs> so I, i'm personally not particularly big on instagram but if you want to we, we did upload a few pictures of our trip so mine which i actually almost forgot the other day <laughs> but we did a video interview with alex and he asked me at the end and because i don't really use instagram i completely forgot what my is it your tag or whatever you it's just your it's name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll um, link it anyway. So, so <laughs> mine is Sam Maud underscore. And I'm Loza underscore Keza. Cool. I'll link them. Maybe you'll get some followers. <laughs> you start <laughs> posting more. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can get above double figures. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, guys, that was such a good podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank you for having us. It was, um, yeah, it was a fun experience. Never done this before. So, Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. There are new episodes every Thursday. And if you want to keep up to date with the Mind the Green Space outside of the podcast, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Mind the Green Space. There'll be a link in the description. <laughs> <laughs>